0: And welcome back to Sowery Grind. It is episode 22 today. Uh, as always, being run by Joel and my manager name is Afrikiwi But for once, Jack is not joining me for Sowery Grind. And instead, we have a special guest, second guest we've ever had. First, uh, I guess, kind of technically an Aussie Sam, but but not really. Um, first, other, first guest from Australasia, we'll put it that way. Um, living in Australasia on the pod. Um, it's great to have you.
1: Hey Joel,
0: how's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. No, it's it's going good. Um, really, lot, lots going on in So Real World. Um, but you know, it's pretty humbling to have a bit of a bit of a whale on the podcast yeah. or semi semi whale. Um, not like the YNWA kind of level whale, but compared to Jack and I are whale. Um, so uh, yeah, that'd be really interesting just to get your perspective on a variety of things around So Real, But um, what? Uh, how did you get into Zarea like what was your what was your path into Zarea
1: yeah so um I mean we all love football that's why we're here right um so yeah just extremely passionate about football um but um I was always looking for fantasy football games like any fantasy football games I just play just the co- competition so you know, like looking to
0: did you play FPL like the, the premier League? yeah oh, obviously
1: yeah. It's like FPL. um yeah. but it for 15 plus years. Yeah. Um, it's sort of a bit limited, really. You sort of set your team once a week, you only get one transfer. You can't really do much. No. Yeah. Um, so both
0: think- both myself and Jack last season were playing, and then when we started getting to Syria, we just basically ditched the it.
1: it couldn't be, didn't have the time for it, couldn't be bothered. It just didn't have the same appeal as Syria, I think. <laughs> Yeah, my mates have been asking me why, like, I'm finishing bottom of the league in FPL. Yeah, like ten years plus. I've been, you know, one or two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now it's like I'm bottom every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well,
0: it's like if you win, like, what's the value versus like winning? I don't know a division just one week on Syria. It's probably worth more than winning, like, you know, the whole FPL thing. Um, it kind of makes it feel a bit kind of redundant and a bit of a waste of time i guess
1: yeah you just said it at the start with a few differentials and then you know if that if it doesn't pay off then that's it really just leave it yeah i think uh, i think harry Kane was my captain and just left it as it is
0: oh yeah, yeah i didn't <laughs> yeah. even start this season so um so you joined Surrea you mentioned before like, we are chatting bit beforehand you 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 joined sorea originally like was it um over a year ago but then Delete your account, or like what was the yeah, it
1: was about two, you know, two three years ago where I created an account because um, I ran the crypto news website. So um, we just have a look at new projects so we can sort of create news stories around them. And so it popped up, and I thought it, sound, it sounded kind of cool. It yeah. ticked all the boxes uh, in terms of like football, blockchain, crypto, NFTs, that sort of stuff. So um, but when I logged on, uh, the onboarding was terrible, uh, UI was buggy, and I picked a few common cards, and I picked some West Ham players. And at the time, they were, that's all they had. Yeah. Um, and then, I, then that was it. Like there was no, didn't know where to go from there. I didn't actually enter any. I didn't even actually see there was any comps. It was just, it was just really cool. Right. So I was just like, oh, this is this could have been cool, but you know. Uh, yeah. And then like that was my first mistake. <laughs> it's not like looking further like at its potential Yep. so i just basically closed it because i've been looking at hundreds of projects a week with the crypto space uh so i just closed it um and it wasn't until um they onboarded and um, what was it i'm not sure if it was the gary Vee boom or just after that mm-hmm. something popped up i can't remember what it was now in the news story it might have been their fundraising on the crypto news and then i was like hold on a second i recognize that that name and that's when i logged back in and this would have been about a year exactly a year ago right and the whole thing is completely different yeah and you're like damn (laughs) yeah and then i did a lot of research into like because if you're putting money into it you've got to you know do your research and uh realize that you're really investing in three things which is you're investing in so rare the company so we did a lot of research on that um, you're investing in the players like the the um, you know the entities that you're buy and you're investing in ethereum which um, is you know the game economy basically mm. so I was pretty bullish on all three of those I was pretty pretty confident in the company because of the cash that they'd raised yep. Um, and the product was decent. Um, I was pretty confident in Ethereum, uh, have been for years, um, and the players I was just back in my knowledge, um, you know, win some, lose so. so yeah, so I was pretty confident on all these three. So, so it's green light to get in, um, and that's where um, limiteds have just launched. Yep. So I bought the second ever Mbappe limited. <laughs> all right. For 1.1 1. 1 ETH, I think it was.
2: Nice. <laughs>
1: um, but back then, no one knew what things were worth. Yeah. So the limited prices were just nuts. The, the number one mints were going crazy. And then the two and the three and the four and five, like they were all over the place. There's sometimes half an ETH between, no one knew what was going on. So I remember buying a Bayer Leverkusen stack. Um, yeah. And, and I'd never heard of the. Everyone was saying, oh, buy this. this," And then this Wurz card was really... high right? And I was like, who is this kid? Never heard yeah. of him. So I bought one of those. Um, and turns out he's a phenomenal player.
0: Yeah. Um, Unfortunate injury,
2: but...
1: Yeah. And oh, then I was no. playing the SO5. And I had a bit of success. But Leverkusen suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they just kept conceding goals. Um, so I was looking at the leaderboards, and I saw this Kikuchi uh, on a hundred, oh, yeah. and this Sassina at a hundred, and, and uh, another one was eduardo's is at a hundred. And I was like, who are these like one-name players? Yeah. And why are they just got flat hundreds? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's when I got into the Asian football. With right. Jamie. Yeah.
0: So that was sort of, tail, it would have been tail end of last season, I, I guess. It's Kikuchi Yeah,
1: had. it would have been, yeah.
0: Around August, yeah. It was sort of late August, he had three 100s in a row. Kikuchi. Yeah,
1: Amazing. so um, I thought this guy was incredible. Yeah. Um, start tuning into the games because you can get them on Optus Sport over the trade. Um Yes. Yeah, and then um, there's just so much value in Asia compared to the other other yeah totally Um, and back then when limited started the rewards were brilliant yeah um nearly every lineup was winning a reward it was just insane
0: yeah you've got a bit of a um lopsided kind of ratio payout ratio right of like the number of people um winning um rewards each week in percentage Mm -hmm. terms
1: Obviously, it's gotten a lot harder now,
0: but um, we can yes. touch on that later on. Yeah. So, so like since since joining, um, you know, obviously you've got a bit of a uh, bit of a gallery there. Um, for those, I, I didn't actually mention start, but for those
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, interested, um, Sam is Doge Sports as your, uh, your username on Syria, with a, a pretty sublime gallery. Um, so like your path into it um When you kind of came back into it again on the limited side of things, um what was like? What did you decide as your strategy when you when you came back in? Because you mentioned you played limiteds exclusively yeah.
1: for a while. Yeah. So um it was purely just for the competition to try and win and to what you know um to watch the games, watch the play. It's nothing better than watching your player like yeah. score a goal. Like, sort of, yeah. Oh, totally. Um, so it was totally not about the yield uh, return. It was it was one hundred percent about just playing the game, and having fun. Right. Um, at the at the start.
0: Yep. And so obviously since then, um, using uh, the the features on on SoRare data, you know you've gone quite a bit more into uh, Seria and had the journey into like rares and super rares. At what point was like the trigger point for you and going to res? Because it's that's often something that's talked about a bit is like making that progression from like one rarity to the other. Um, and it can be difficult to know like when, at what sort of stage to make it pre- So what was it, what was it as a journey-like
1: view? Yeah, it's super, super interesting. Um, just I think I have a quite unique perspective because I've started in with a smaller account in just like purely limited. Um, I wasn't one of the early people that got in that you know mm. was started on rares, I guess, and they went up in value. It was it was purely on the first limiteds, and it, so I've yeah. experienced that full transition sort of from the start. Um, I was lucky enough to have a bit of a cash injection. Um, a lot of people probably don't have that. Um, without that, I would have had no chance of progression. To uh, be honest, there, I would right. it would have been extremely difficult. Um, i wish i had a lot of limited cards that were you know star cards neymar and a few others that you, you can't really sell those to progress because they're such good cards and it's the bonus that keeps you in like because i got mm. the limited all so early they all have top level bonuses yeah so if you sell that you have to quit their limited because you need that bonus to win
0: yeah right at the
1: top. So, if I have the same lineup as someone else, most likely I'm going to be above them because I've got the cards before, yeah, like like literally the first edition yeah. of the limit. So, if you decide to progress, you'll have to sell your star cards and limited. you'd probably just have to quit limited and go straight to the other scarcity. you' probably have to sell your gallery. That'd probably be the only way of doing it.
0: right. You don't think so oh, really, there's really a, a way of like progression through like
1: underdog rear and and no. like? No. um if they introduced limited pro uh, limited pro uh, sorry mm. limited rare I don't know what it's called limited yeah. pro I
0: think was the is what it's been told it is because it's what they've got in their, um, <laughs> baseball
1: yeah so limited pro um, that might be a little bit easier to transition mm. because you could probably use two rares um, and they tried to introduce these new competitions You know, the specialist but they're getting a bit crazy because they've got like mm. multiples of those now and it's just a bit all over the place. They kind of just, looks like they're A-B testing or something. Um,
2: yeah. They're
1: not really I mean, sure what they want to
0: do. The, yeah, I mean, the, and underdog, limit, uh, underdog rare, has, I've, I've heard it talked about a bit, like the payouts are kind of laughed at relative to the number of entries. I mean, you're paying like, it's like two and a half percent of those that enter are actually winning something, which is like up there with the worst, I think, of any competition on the platform. Um, yeah, Barring maybe one or two, or maybe barring casual. <laughs> um, which Yeah,
1: exactly. When scary. you start to grow your gallery and you're entering more lineups across the divisions, mm. you start to pay attention a bit more to the, the prizes because totally you have the option, you know, uh, you can prioritize like different regions and stuff. So I actively like, prioritize those with best prizes yep. and so I look at the you know the payouts for say up to tier 2 mm-hmm. plus and also actually look at the, the pools price pools right. and what I found is that like with the underdogs and specialists and that the price pools suck they're so right. bad so not only the percentage to win a tier 2 say um, 8% or less could be 6% mm-hmm. uh, so you've got 6% to win tier 2 plus um, and that price pool sucks
2: right compared so if, to
1: if like the super rare ones yeah if you look at the mm-hmm. lower end super, the tier two super rares yeah the uh-huh. price pool there is terrible yeah and then if you compare that to say a challenger super rare tier two um brilliant so i won right. one the other week as uh, a uh, defender from Genk called munos so.
0: oh yes yep i know the name you'd
1: probably get you probably get 1.2 ether here uh, i mean someone offered me that i think uh, i have still got him. You know, says so a decent win. There's a tier two and a challenger yep. rare. Um, So for the and I won one just recently for the for the underdog world specialist. And I'd be sh- and it, it is a non-playing Asian dude. I think it is. Oh, is it? Was this the um and
0: specialist rare the Yon Yon Jae Won? Oh Shin Gim, Yeah. Kim Yeah. Defender Yeah.
1: So I don't think I I could get maybe i think i listed him for 0.1 <laughs> um yeah. it is a play so can you see the difference in the prizes there mm. it's huge it's huge so people yeah. are prioritizing yeah. underdog and specialists the specialists they're getting completely ripped off because the price pools are terrible
0: is it the same compared to, f- it,
1: compared to the reasons
0: are you finding it the same through limited or more so through like rare and super rare?
1: good question um to be honest, I don't look at the limited pools yeah. um, anymore. Um, yeah. I would assume, look, uh, this is probably not a great assumption. Um, I would assume it's the same across the board. Um, just the amount of is being awarded for first and second is an absolute joke. Because, uh, you know, it is a terrible card to have. Um, I've, when I've the start about of, that. Like, yeah, when there's like Neymar's and Messi's and all these to be won, yep. they're giving away like, the worst cards which seems, yeah,
0: so that, I can see why people are complaining about you. the um I was actually just having a look at that guy, Yoon jae wen I think he might, um, the reason he hasn't been playing is because he was at um, Gimcheon, which is the military team in Korea and they have like a kind of mandatory conscription really by a certain age and yeah. um, before they go back to their parent clubs they basically just send them on holiday and don't let them play. <laughs> For a bit, and so I think he's actually he might actually be starting for because Seongnam is his parent club, unfortunately, who are looking likely to get relegated. Um, but he might actually play in the next few games, quite possibly, if he is one that is returning. I'm not sure. I'm not certain that he has finished his military duty. He might not have. Um, but just looking through
1: the the games. Well, if, if, if think if anyone's listening and wants to if anyone's listening wants to check. <laughs> Yep. I think he's listed for 0.1. Yeah, uh, think he's got an average of about 60, so he's not bad.
0: Yeah, he's he's relatively tidy. There you go. Could get a could get a bargain off, uh, off those Sports. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so, where the football knowledge, that's where you're like your in-depth knowledge there for what the Asian league sort of can come in handy for trading and stuff. It
0: can. It can. And it's bizarre that it's K-League and J League that that Jack and I have kind of really taken a focus to bizarre and not bizarre uh, i guess um bizarre in the sense that it's just not like a compatible language generally with english you know korean or, J- or japanese um but makes a lot of sense in time in terms of time zone and the fact that it's not a, you know they're not leagues that people spend a lot of time or have a lot of interest in which you know it's like we we're talking about earlier you know it's a, a form of edge that you can um yeah. you know, have in, in that region. Um and I mean, you know, the Asia competitions are okay, but it's the using those guys in those other competitions like All Star and um specialist, because I I still feel specialist limited is a reasonable value competition. Um when in terms of like what I've what I've won off it without actually having finished terribly high in it that often. Um anyway, um so at the moment, like, so what's, what's your big focus really? And so at the moment, you're focused mainly to like, you know, winning those top ends, like rears and super rears or like having more of a trading perspective to, to Surya, like what's,
1: you know, what stage is Doge Sports at? <laughs> well, just competing in the World League, obviously, and trying to take that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and crushing me in the process. You at the moment yeah um no seriously um it's it's i've, I've been fortunate to you know like, like i said have that calf's injection and, and mm. try and refocus the account to maybe look at uh, taking some withdrawals yeah um and so yeah so that's what i'm looking at at the moment is you know, the majority of the prizes every month sort of just withdrawing it um Nice. Just take, a bit of, take some profits off the table and then, you know, if you have to reallocate, then, yeah, can do. But um, it's never a bad thing to take, take some profits, um, especially if you've got yeah. a huge account. Totally. Um, and, uh, yeah, so a couple of tips for anyone sort of starting out. Like, if you um, obviously set up your two, two-factor authentication, um, but if you lose that, say you lose your phone or something, mm. apparently they use your credit card to, like, prove that, to help prove your, you, to get it back. Yeah. Oh, All right. So it would, it'd be a good idea to just make one purchase with the card, a smaller purchase or something, just to verify that with the account. So then you, you cause there's no KYC. So, so that will help sort of get your login back. So that's just a quick tip there. Oh, interesting. Um, I haven't come across that. Um, yeah. And obviously the other big one is, um, so Redata, um, mm. you know, clicking on the, my gallery and clicking on the injuries tab. Yep. So just click on the injuries tab and just have a quick scout down there because it will list all your players that are injured or suspended with cards and stuff. So just have a quick scout there so you could prevent a DNP, you know, cost you a reward or something. DNPs
0: are, are uh, the, the weekend pain, man. It's
1: yeah, just a oh. couple of tips for people listening.
0: Nice. No, those are good tips. To be honest, I don't know that I, I do the the injury check on um Sari data there's so many features in it in Surrey data that you know you get into like a rhythm or a pattern of using certain things and you mm. kind of just forget other stuff is there and <laughs> you know, it's definitely been the case yeah. for me like not but, actually yeah. checking the injuries tab like to be honest i don't think i've actually ever used this tab usually like when i'm following um mm. injuries it's like um doing it through my, oh, no yeah, or, or following like the specific um, leagues and like just kind of being aware of like what's going on in those games. Um, but yeah. it's, it's a... try and do that
1: with like four hundred cards. Or something yeah, like that. yeah, that's
0: that's that's <laughs> true. I mean, I'm slowly slowly getting there. I've definitely gone like quite a, a, a volume approach um, to uh, to my gallery so far. Do you play the um, MLB at
1: all? Do you play? The baseball yeah like I said before um, before the part um like if you haven't got an edge like it, it's a competition right so mm. you've you got to have an edge if you don't have an edge how are you going to win you know um so I don't know zero about baseball and most football people know nothing about baseball so thinking you can just jump in there and just put some random guys in like you're going to get slaughtered by those people that actually know what they're doing so there's no point in wasting money on that so
0: i don't even bother that's interesting because to be honest prior to uh i mean was it like only maybe a month ago two months ago i knew jack all about baseball i had to you know google how the positions work and you know and all that stuff and i picked up some cards and um i actually finished second in one of the competitions just wasn't the weekend or last midweek um and i'm currently sitting in 29th on the on the rear all-star in it for this game week which unfortunately is just shy but they do the tier one equals star tier two equals tier one like they kind of redid the tiers for baseball and they have like a tier five which is effectively like a tier four um so i just missed basically equivalent of a tier one rear so i'll be getting a tier essentially a football tier two or a baseball tier three rear but um yeah i've like I've been surprised actually at how reasonable I've done. Um, there was a there was a gap there where because it's something I've obviously said on recent podcasts is I think usually whenever so rare introduce a new like league or something, it's usually worthwhile entering because they make the payouts higher than than they would typically to kind of encourage people to take part and to participate. And I think that they would have, you know, they would have done the same early on um, with the limited competitions. Um and they certainly have within baseball, like you, you're seeing payouts ratios of like 15 20%, 25% of, you know, people that are entering lineups winning. Um, and it's not always like great rewards, but so far, you know, I've, I've made more than I've, I've put in on it. Um, and I realized that pretty early on, like it's pretty numbers driven, um, even more than, yeah. than football. And so you, you're a bit of, well, if you saw my spreadsheets, you'd laugh at how probably like poorly coded they are. Like my my <laughs> um, my Excel formulas uh, pretty rogue in some places, <laughs> but they're functional. Um, and so I basically just built a, sp- a spreadsheet where I just copy and paste and data. Um, I don't have the the programming knowledge to kind of automate it fully, but you know V lookups in there. Yeah, I've got well, there's there's V B... lookup inception in there. Well, there's well, there's v, v, <laughs> v lookups back to like the where you paste in the raw data. <laughs> v lookups
1: on V lookups, yeah, yeah a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, and
2: I've
0: and I found it was um, actually pretty doable to just get a gauge for when a team has like quite a favourable fixture from like a, a batter's scoring and a pitchers scoring perspective. And I've just played it from that perspective. What a few cards, and it's largely played out kind of as expected so far but i expect the competition will get fiercer but um the reason i mentioned this um is because i'm pretty pretty interested in the nba um release and what will come about there and i suspect it will be well much like football you'll be able to approach it from quite a data-driven perspective um and so i'll be really interested when it comes out to see like how they do the scoring matrix i don't know if any of that has been released yet i don't think it has um, but, um, yeah, what were your thoughts on the NBA announcement?
1: And do you think you were likely to, to give it a go? Well, it comes back down to, like, you know, why you're playing, I guess. And um, like yeah. I said before, um, it, we're all extremely passionate about football. So yeah. we, we just love it. We love everything about it. Um, and just don't get that same f- person, don't get that same feeling about uh, the other two sports. Yeah. Um, especially baseball, I watched. A, I actually watched a couple of games. Um, I had no idea what was going on. It's boring. Yeah. Uh, no offence to anyone that loves it. It, it is pretty boring, uh, yeah. yeah. And if you're passionate about it, get in there. You, you know, the, while the prizes are good, there's maybe that small window of opportunity where mm. it's just starting and it hasn't levelled out yet, where we saw that in football when limiteds got released, where you know 80 mm. to 100% of the lineups were winning. Um, you might catch that little window and get a little bit of a boost there. Um, in terms of basketball, it's a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, I, there's just no passion there, really, not personally. Yeah. But for those people that are passionate about it, I'd I'd recommend just getting in straight away. Um, it, well, there's two ways to play it. One, you could get in straight away if you've got the budget. Probably stay away from like mint ones because it's just yeah. stupid price and for yeah, no, totally. absolutely no reason. Yeah. Um, or you could look at what happened to baseball, where just the prices went nuts because no one knows what the prices yep. were, and this, you got to look at the supply as well. Everyone thought the supply was the same as football, where it was where it just wasn't. Um, I think there was what five thousand limited instead of yeah, yeah instead of one thousand. There's, fi- there's
0: five 000, yeah. Yeah, a thousand, yeah, and
1: thousand is. So technically, it should be one fifth of the price. I mean, there's other variables, but you know. People were overpaying, and then I think there was a crash. So maybe mm. you could do the same thing with basketball. You just have to hold your urges. Maybe do your scouting. Yeah. Wait for a few games. Wait for the price to crash down, and then then you can pick up maybe some bargains. That might be a better way of doing it. Otherwise, otherwise you'd probably lose half your gallery value in the first few weeks. Yeah, I noticed um,
0: there was a period there where a lot of players, yeah, just. Um, like, sheer volume, um, you know, the, a lot of players tanked a lot in price and there were a lot of, I went through and just started picking up a lot of rookies. I was thinking, yeah, you know, similar to under 23, at some point they're going to introduce some sort of, like, age-related league or rookie-related yeah. league there. Um, those are the things, the players that probably not going to have to pay the same level of attention with. I'll just buy and hold them and see what happens. And they're going yeah. for, like, you know, limiteds especially. You're going for, like, 60 cents, <laughs> some of them. I think, well, you know, I'd go, go and spend... Ten bucks down at the, uh, the supermarket, you know, and not even think about it. So, you know, what's yeah. what's what's there to lose? Um, a couple of them have gone really well. And I suspect that it, it could end up being somewhat similar on the basketball side of things. It was, I think, yeah. about like two weeks or three weeks in was kind of like the the sort of optimal um, point, I think, when like the all those sort of early buyers had bought, and they were still kind of pumping out the supply. Um, and uh it's to, it, more recently they've yep. slowed it down a lot which has seen prices
1: recover quite a bit i think it's interesting to see what the new sports will bring in terms of like um the where the e flows because obviously you've got mm. one account so it's say the whale has 50 e in his account yeah like if he's, you know, he, they're now buying super rare like baseball players and stuff that money's come out of the football market right Mm. so they would have had to either deposit or they'd just sell some of their football cards uniques or whatever yeah but now there's basketballs they would be buying like super rare basketball players or whatever or unique about so now the money's flowing even Uh, so like i'm not sure what effect that will have on the football um whether there'll be mm. more top end cards available because managers are more willing to sell off because maybe they're into the new sports. And when do you draw the line? Is there another two sports coming? Um, mm. You can't manage all, you can't enter all competitions on every sport across yeah. all scarcities. No. I mean, no. if you see someone doing that, like something that fishy going on, like, this yeah. is not the time in the day to, to be competitive and,
0: yeah, I mean, I think you, you, you're basically like a fund manager.
1: <laughs> and there are t- a few t- out there, man. I mean, I'm not naming your names, so obviously everyone knows. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that brings along to, you know, not playing above your limits because there are a few red flags recently, which I'm not happy with. Uh, I don't like to be a Debbie Downer. Yeah. Uh, but the, the insider trading would be...
0: Oh, totally. Uh,
1: yeah. That was, that was absolutely terrible. Um, I agree. You know, I just, I just held my position. Mm. Uh, but was tempted to say, you know, this is terrible. Um, yeah. And then there's the rewards. I'm not going to go into details, but um yeah, like it's been too long, and there's supposed to be a progression bar which didn't come, and um, now you log in and there's ten academies or something. What's going on there? Yeah. They, 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 they onboarding seems to be shambles. It'd be nice um, to turn that academy um, off. Um, if you look at Ultimate Champions, I don't know if, you, if you've yep. tried that one. I, I do play it. There's pros and cons. I think that the so rare should take a leaf out of their book, where you've got um, 11 players and three subs, a bit like yep. FPL, and there's no goalkeeper, so but it's pretty much the same. Um, yeah. And you and the scarce the bonuses get zero, so you could put. A unique in there with zero you can put common in there zero so what that does is it levels the playing field Mm. across doesn't although you you've got to own the card to to get it you can pick up limiteds for like a dollar a pack of limiteds so you can build up your limited collection and then sorry sorry not limiteds Commons. um and then you can win commons and stuff like that but it's a level playing field so when you enter that as a beginner you come in you don't you're competing against the whales but it's completely like, it's a lot, it's more fair, basically. Yeah. And then you have a league table, global league table with yep. that. And that's exactly what SORE should do. And the entry level, they should get away with all these academies because they're absolutely terrible. Um, I can't they, should just have one, they should just have like a, um, a global league. Mm. So when you log in and register, you hit the global leagues, just like FPL, where you've got your cards and you put them in. Level aside, and you went to that. There's no bonuses, nothing you put in any cards, and then that is now a fantasy football game that's fair because now you pick in your form and your fixtures, and you pick in the your players to go in without the bonuses. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you can do a, a new player can compete against a whale, and it's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whale might have a few extra cards, but um, over time, the limiteds sorry, the commons can pick up and you can put those in. Yeah, um, I think that's exactly what they need to do, and that would simplify the onboarding process because you come in and see, oh, this is easy. I will just pick eleven of these players, these
2: mm-hmm.
1: and now I get a leaderboard, a game week leaderboard with prizes, and a global like a season leaderboard, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that, that's what that's what's missing, because the season leaderboard creates um, camaraderie. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm chatting with a few of the ultimate champion ones on Discord, a few of the ones, and we're we're all competing at the top of the leaderboards season. and they're good lads and we're sort of building that connection. And that's what Soria is missing, I think, Um, Hmm. because the screen is only this big. You can't, how how many more leagues are you going to put in? It's just a shambles, really. Hmm.
0: So you reckon that um, Soria needs to look at doing like a SO11 or
2: even, well, other.
1: Uh, that's the best solution. Yeah. And it's already working. It's a working model that's on multiple champions and it's growing really fast. It's super easy to do because it's the same as FPL. Mm. Um, the prizes are great because you've got the point scoring. So if you yeah. get a certain amount of points, you get kind of like a threshold system. And people are happy with that. There's not many people that are complaining in the Discord on it. and people are actually happy because mm. they know what they're getting. Uh, they know how many points they get. Uh, and it's all there, really.
0: Mm. It's not as much, like, the, the competition against others is more from, like, a season perspective and less from a game week to game week perspective, um, at least in the, the overall leagues. The tournaments are a bit different, eh? The, mm. um, which they just recently yeah. introduced, where um, you can yeah win specific prizes based on, on where you finish. Which is kind of like they've almost gone and taken a leaf out of, so, so Ray's book really with the tournament side of things. But yeah, I agree. The, the the sort of, you know, just work a team together, submit it. If you get over a certain, you know, threshold, you're winning some of their in game currency or some free cards. It's quite a solid system.
2: Yeah, because you... most
1: of us love the fantasy element and it, it is picking the differentials and getting the fixtures and looking at the players. And, you know, and, and most of us enjoy that. But it, we, I think a lot of people get. Dejected when they've got the same team as someone else or something because there's only five players and they come third because the bonuses and they're like, well, this is shit. Mm. Uh, you know, I use my best knowledge to get this. I should be at least equal here. What's going on? Um, yeah. So I think having the zero bonuses in that main league and having the subs to prevent DMPs, I think that like in terms of gameplay, would be brilliant for the, the the beginner coming in.
0: Yeah, I do like. I mean, personally, I don't know if I've had many experiences where I've lost out based on like XP. I suspect it, like it doesn't happen as much in limited. Well, it might have happened more previously when there was less competition in limited. But I think now the competition. Um, I mean, because I'm I'm not like a lot, of, especially because I'm not using a lot of like mainstream sort of like typical mm-hmm. players. A lot of a lot of like the the sort of. More expensive in the market we use like neymar and mbappe and yeah. you know your ix guys and you know other challenge europe guys i'm like mostly asia and most like all of the guys i'm using
1: people like who the hell's that guy <laughs> like what yeah, you Overhang? might see like you might see a frontale stack that's yeah. the same or something at the top um yeah it does happen a lot you do see it a lot more when you're right at the top so if you're in the top five uh and I feel sorry for, because I've bought all the limits early on. I'm usually like above them in bonuses. And I feel sorry for the guys because they've done a great job picking the winning team, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just, it is what it is. But um, I think introducing that, that Global League 11, SO11, yeah. uh, completely open, no bonuses, no challenger champion crap, just completely open. Uh, let people use their fantasy knowledge, their football knowledge to, to compete like fairly. A little bit like FPL. Um looking like that
0: but without the budget Yeah. Cool. Just or well, cha- changing tack for uh for a second onto the um yeah. sorry World League, um, which <laughs> we've uh both joined in. Now I join, um get thrown into div five, which turned out to be towards the upper end, given we've now got fifteen divs, I think, at the time. Um, yeah, obviously, you know well. They'd only just done like three divs. And I was like, okay, div five, all right. We'll see how we go. Uh, Have a look at all all of the people I'm competing against. And there's a few in there that I'm like, oh, okay. You know, they got gallery value of, you know, maybe 10 e's or 20 e's or 30 e's. Then I'm like, oh, GBO and Doge Sports. Like, uh, (laughs) these guys are going to be pretty tough to beat um, if we're uh, being realistic. So um, last, just last game week, um, you were my opposition. And uh, I got duly trounced. Um, by a good 180 point margin or something. Um, what, what has been your uh, your perspective of the like the world lead so far? Like things you like about
1: it? Like yeah, where are you at with it? Yeah, sorry about that, bro. Like I tried to sort of put in as many limiteds as possible, but <laughs> no need to be sorry about it. So if um, I have two versions of a card, I'll put the limited in one in just to look a bit better. So
0: Whale <laughs> well, problems. Yeah, I mean, I um, this last game week, I think I had four players across my like ten lineups who gave away penalties. And I think prior oh. to this, I've like only ever had two. I think in yeah. total, I, I I had so few, and I had also in the same game week two guys that missed penalties. Um, one was um Van Veen for um Motherwell um, against oh. Dun, Dundee. Uh, I picked um Goss and um, Van Veen. I um, mean, Dundee have been absolutely shocking to start the season. And, um, you know, I think it was Goss that won the penalty or he had like, I think he had three attempted assists and Van Veen had three big chances missed. And I was like, well, you know, these are the things that you kind of need to go your way when you're up against uh, who's probably going to win, <laughs> Doge Sports. Um, but yeah, I mean, sorry. Um, yeah, what is your, like on, uh, just on the Data World League so far, like what, what's been your... Your uh perspective on it, like what have you like, what do you dislike? just
1: what are your thoughts uh initial thoughts it was brilliant, um I thought Dazo and um, orange fly they're doing a great job, mm. particularly Dazo, like he's really active on there, he's really like got great communication skills, yeah, he's just constantly keeping everyone updated and stuff. You should probably work for so rare to be honest in the... yeah, probably <laughs> um probably do a lot better job there no, yeah things. um. But yeah, he's doing a great job. Um, obviously, he's been a bit restricted by data. you know, not having mm. the league tables updated. I think the score's still not showing, but the league table's showing now. I
0: th- yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether it's actually updating correctly. I was just looking at it before. I think um, the last yeah. game week's not
1: but not, not on there. Are you looking on the spreadsheet or on the actual website?
0: On the actual website. Okay, cool. The yeah, the spreadsheet was quite
1: yeah, the the um the website. Well, I think I think the, I speech- think the standings. Are, we just keep the standings as they are, really. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So there's a couple of guys doing really well for their gallery size. There's that Bunace. Bu- yeah, I
0: was. Uh, I was I've always been wondering how to pronounce it. I, I was Bu- thinking there's actually a Bu- number of ways you could pronounce that. Bunake, Bunaka. Bun-
1: Bu- oh, Bunake. Yeah.
0: Bunake. I don't know. But no,
1: Bonacci, isn't it? It's Bonacci. Uh, is it could Italian? be. Italian? Is it? I don't know. Bonacci,
0: I don't know. Is it? Well, we'll go with Bonacci. He's, he has um, been doing. He or she has been doing really well.
1: well. Um, Zappo's doing really well. Like considering, oh, he or she. Um, has it got a Warrior as his picture? It's probably. Really, um, yeah, four point seven gallery. Um, he's done pretty well actually. Yeah. Sitting there in. Uh, well, joint second, I guess, without it being updated.
0: Is he? I think, um, yeah. I thought, um looks like Bonacci's top, and then you're your second, which I thought was hilarious, because uh, oh. overall, like, in the overall standings, like, in total, total points so far, I think you were, like, top, or, well, you're second, I think, McBride Ace has passed you. But like overall oh, okay. total points across like the five gaming so far. You're second overall, but you're somehow second in our division. <laughs> I mean you haven't played that guy. You haven't played actually yet, but
1: Okay. But actually is like second on the one I'm looking at, so that's weird. Really... Oh really? we both on, on, the... both on nine points.
0: Yeah, I think that's um because the oh, I don't know, but it's weird. not sure whether it's anyway. the spreadsheet that's inaccurate or sorry data, but
1: well, you're sitting just above the relegation zone, I think. I am. The...
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think when I we went through another predictions, I think where did I put myself sixth or something? Sixth or seventh? Yeah. You're right there. Uh, I mean, I've got the smallest gallery.
1: You're doing it's great. Actually... If you don't, I'm sorry. If you don't get relegated, you're doing brilliantly. Yeah, that's that was kind of our, you know, that was the aim before it is. And so brilliant. this is what I mentioned before about having that competition where mm. it's uh zero bonuses and having the 11 side with it yeah yeah i guess that's i guess that's similar to what the Sora data league is yeah yeah it is do, you get there the bonuses off, do you no so maybe only they the kept the exactly it is. yeah yeah so maybe this is this is exactly what it needs to be on Sora um mm. creating this, um this leagues where you can sort of compete uh you can make connections like we are now yeah totally uh, meet people worldwide, sort of compete, have some fun, you know, win some prizes. I think this is a, br- a brilliant idea.
0: Yeah, I think it is a cool idea. I'll be, um, I really hope that all of the technical issues that have kind of plagued them without it being their fault um, do get sorted because, you know, I think that um, really, like, doesn't help with the engagement if, um, you know, if that's, if that's going on. Um, but, um, yeah, it's an, I think, there's been a lot of people that have like, sold up their galleries part way through or just like not been playing so i I think even if I finish um at the uh in the relegation spots I might still actually uh survive because I think there's um yeah a couple of like um guys in leagues above that have actually like sold up their galleries or or not actually playing anymore but um yeah it's 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 a lot of fun um and it's you know, some, sometimes I find myself, you know, like if if I'm kind of don't have any more players left to play in the game week, that can affect like a lineup that might win rewards and Saria. I'm I'm find myself going, oh, at least you know, at least they might get me the win in my uh, Saria Dada World League matchup. Yeah. Um, it's kind of give something additional to play for, even if it's just like really for for pride. Um, at this point, I think it'd be very interesting to see how this is after, like, a few seasons of it, um, and you've got, like, a, you know, a top division that is actually, like, a, a top division. I think it will be, um, well, it's just a matter of time until I think uh, you're up there in that, in that top division with uh, the likes of McBride
1: and, and some of the others. The, um, yeah, I probably would consider sorry. myself on the same level as those guys, but it um, might take a few seasons. Here we go.
0: Well, I mean, thus far in terms of picks, you're you're second across the fifteen divisions. So, I mean, you know that 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 says something.
1: Not exactly well, far behind. It's obviously, not good enough, is
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you could say the same about all the other nine guys in that division that are <laughs> behind as well. Um, so, Joel,
1: uh, what's the what's the best card in your gallery? The best
0: card in my gallery, to be honest, probably has to be Terahito Nakagawa. Um, He's not actually worth the most, but that guy, man, the last... He's been so consistent. Um, So good on threshold. Um, Plays for Yokohama. Is Um, he the forward? Yeah. Last... Eight of the last nine game weeks he's gotten decisive. Um, And the one that he didn't, he scored a 46, which is not too bad for a forward. Um, He's just been on such consistent form, even off the bench, even starting, like, so good for threshold. Um, if you've got a forward that's getting you like 60, 70 points every game week, um I'm actually, put, I've got them up for sale at the moment because we're coming to the end of the season.
1: <laughs> My best player, but you know what I'm selling it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, probably, well, uh, like, you know, it's always that tra- trade off, right? Of like, you know, is it worth holding on to them from a value perspective or can I actually just, you know, use another for that I have to get me across the line and threshold? And I think there are other, guys that i have that aren't fantastic that will do the job um and i think that those funds might be better used elsewhere but um and he's he's probably not going to be much more expensive than he is now short of him getting like 200s in a row or something um and they've got a number of games coming up could be a bit of rotation there so yeah i mean that's that's why i'm i'm selling off but man the guy love him he's gotten me over the, the threshold so many times um
1: it wins a um, lot of penalties, doesn't it? Yeah, it's He does.
0: Fun. Yeah. Don't know what it is, but maybe he's a good diver. <laughs> Seen in a couple of games. He's,
1: that... he's been really consistent over the last 10 games. Yeah. yeah. Pretty. Yeah, he's hitting the 60s or 70s. It's been pretty good.
0: I won him early on in that stretch in Specialist Limited. I think it was mid, midweek. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And at the time, he was going for about 0.12 ETH. I held on to him. His price below that I think and then he's now kind of gone back up above that. So that's why I do still like the specialist. I mean it was you know the, the value of him was was way more than the the team that I put in that week. Um, so that you know the the return even you know counting every special sign up since the the yield off of it has yeah. still been pretty good. Um,
1: so um, yeah his I mean, probably- limited is is pretty decent when you win. Yeah. Uh there's rare in there. Um but the uh, specialist rare yeah. and super
0: rare are not that great. Yeah. No, I know. Like yeah, and I haven't really put much time and effort into or well, haven't really actually been able to don't have the gallery size to submit a really a competitive team for for specialist rare and certainly not super rare. Um but uh yeah, I mean the specialist limit limited, I think. Like just just getting to that, that that rare sort of level, like it's tier two or above, I think, is you know, generally a pretty worthwhile a like pretty good payout um so uh how about yourself who's your um who's
1: your <laughs> well your this 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 guy you probably know him um he's sensational and uh it's the single best card i've bought and he's the first player in the team yep. in the best way he is so reliable um uh, and I managed to pick up his super rare uh from about an eve. Uh, and uh, the dude, um, his name is Sho Sasaki. Yeah. And um, he's yeah, a good player. He's, he's been absolutely phenomenal. Um, he's so reliable and he doesn't seem to get that many uh, DMPs. Yeah. It's because he's uh, the best player. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he never gets a break. Just, he plays for um San uh, yeah, that, I think. Hiroshima. Sanfushi yeah. Uusima. Yeah. Um, and that he's an absolute season. legend. He's an absolute legend. I actually don't have a rare version of him, which is shocking. Probably should buy one of those. Um, but he's super rare. I mean, in the last... I mean, just have a look at his graph. It's insane.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and he also... He can hit greens. the high 90s. He's got a couple of yeah. hundreds. He can hit those high scores as well. Um, yeah, he is a, a base... And they seem to be doing quite well. A few clean sheets, not doing too bad.
0: Yeah, they're they're a solid team. They could fin- end up finishing third in the league. I think um, Yokohama's gonna have too much, and Kawasaki has a few games in hand on them, um, and st- and still pretty solid. The um, the thing is, they they so usually third in the league wins a spot in the Asia Champions League, mm. which does have coverage in in Syria, um, but. Uh, if Urawa win the Asia Champions League because they made the final, if they win the Asia Champions League, <clears throat> Hiroshima won't Hiroshima won't um get that spot um in oh. going through qualifying. Um if if they do first. <clears throat> um so yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a unusual one. Um like if you win it, you have to go through qualifying still. You don't just automatically get put into it. it's quite different to the Champions yeah. League. Um,
1: yeah it's, it's sure look like they might
2: get
0: relegated That summer. yeah they've been it's been bizarre I mean like they I saw a really interesting um chart not too long ago where they had they were like the, the top spenders in the league um and they are in the relegation zone and they they typically are one of the best financially backed teams yeah. um but yeah they are definitely in the danger zone that's for sure Kind of,
1: Iniesta like got injured, and then since he's been out, they sort of lost their way.
0: Yeah, they did. Uh, they did start kind of having a bit of a comeback, but I mean, losing to Kyoto Sanger, that was that was not good. I mean, that was another team that really was down there in the in the doldrums, potentially, um you know, up for relegation. Uh,
1: and I just, I mean, I saw a, I mean, I'd love to have a, a Kikuchi super rare. Yeah. And, uh, I, I was tempted to... There's one just gone on auction. I was tempted to buy it. Yeah. But then I looked at the league table and I thought, hold on, they're going to get relegated here.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, now, now, around now, or even in the season, could be a great time to be buying him because I suspect he will probably get a move if they do get relegated. I'd be surprised if he he stayed there. Um, Contracts tend to be quite short, usually, in Japan and Korea. Um, They... Typically, though, the financial difference between the top league and second league is actually not as great as the difference between like, the um, like Premier League and Championship, for example. So there is a chance that he would, would stay there, um, but I think the, the in, level of interest in it would probably be too much to, for him to actually stay at Kobe. Um, so I don't know what a super is selling for, but... It it just be, The
1: auction um, just went for, four days ago, went for 1.5.
0: Well, yeah, it's quite a bit cheaper than... Where he's been um,
1: in a while. Yeah, which is about two and a half thousand USD. Yeah. Um, but, you know, five months ago, it was... Yeah, he's going around twos, threes. No, it was going for like 16 grand and, and he, he picked that up for two and a half. So it was... Um, oh, of course. Yeah, because you've, yeah, you've got
0: the um change in value of ETH. I was just looking at... Yeah, yeah so ETH, five ETH.
1: Yeah. Five months ago, it went five ETH and now it's yeah. one and a half. So. Yeah, I was was tempted, but uh, yeah, the relegation thing I think is is like yeah. we're gonna have this card, and I don't think they're gonna add uh, J League. 2. No, <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. Yeah.
0: What was your um perspective by the way on the um, second division Europe leagues being added on the you know top five second division? So
1: yeah, um, them adding those leagues, brilliant. Mm. Uh, the more utility, the better. More scouting. Yeah, um, you know, you get to follow. The second divisions and third divisions, a bit like Ultimate Champions, where they have like Championship yeah. League or League, looking at League Two football or something like, or your yeah. League One, something you wouldn't really look at, you know, Charlton or whatever, or what Sheffield Wednesday, Blackpool, like yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's great. Looking at the French second division, you got Bordeaux and a few others, yeah. and it's great. But what I didn't like was um, the insider trading, as I mentioned before, yeah, I'm going to. Totally. I that didn't was... like that um I don't well, like the fact that they can't action. Mm. They're saying they're going to action it when there's account's still active and still trading. Yeah, and they're just take, they're just taking the piss. And they really, if you look at the profile names and stuff. Oh, totally. You know, Relegation. Bargains and the, yeah, just like they're taking yeah, I mean, the piss. That was, yeah, that um, was really poor. The fact that there's no KYC. Yes. How do they? How do you prove anything? You know, like um. So yeah. I don't like the way they handled it, which is actually becoming a common thing. And to me, mm. like, red flags are counting up and I don't like it as much as I love the game.
0: Yeah, I think it's kind of frustrating when it's like if you are someone that's basically developing sort of third-party apps off so rare mm. and you're, like, using the API and you can see when stuff gets, like, kind of pre-uploaded into there and you're like, oh, okay, clearly, you know, this team's coming, which is, I think some has happened in the past sometimes. It's kind of like... Know, i can understand like you know people getting an edge and whatnot but that's it feels like people shouldn't have to kind of you know go to that level to kind of um compete you know like you want it to be a yeah. nice clean experience and you know if you're going like oh well everyone should be looking at the api and you know and seeing what sort of updates are coming yeah. it's like really like they should be pre-announcing that stuff um i haven't yeah. had
1: time to dig into the api yet obviously it's using yeah. the language for which is a a uh, query language. I mm-hmm. about it. um, no. It's pretty complicated query language. I just did it for about a couple of years when I was programming. So yeah, I just haven't looked at it yet. But um, I mean, I code uh, algorithms for trading crypto. So, wow. uh, but seeing like Jackbot come up, just purely taking the piss. Yeah. Uh, a bot here, you know, as good yeah. the name, just yeah. undercutting all these people that are just on the lower end trying to like offload some of these limiteds or sell you know just really like sucks yeah um it does create and then like the bot will just floor everything that's below it and stuff like that um, yeah and if you look at it from soya's point of view uh these pros and cons mm. so it's creating market liquidity and creating and yeah. actually raising the prices of all the cards yeah so from their perspective happy days right um, totally but from the user's perspective it's just like frustrating mm. um if you're day trading crypto, you've got no chance because yep. you're competing against bots. You can't win. Yeah, it's like playing chess against the computer for money. Would you do that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only if I was very practiced in chess and extremely Unless extremely was, good. Um, obviously
1: <laughs> the grandmaster champion. Uh, oh, like Magnus Carlson. Yeah, or the other one that beat uh, um, that that bot. Um, uh, I'm not sure. Oh, deep was it? Deep blue. Deep blue, yeah, that's but it. He beat it. Kas- him, didn't he? Was it Kasparov? Kasparov, no. yeah, Kasparov yeah, he's, he's brilliant. Yes, yeah, so if you yeah. Kasparov you could probably do it. But yeah. even then it was, you know, fifty fifty. Yeah. So um yeah. and that's what it's like. Uh and then it'll end up with like bots trying to beat bots you've seen a few get yep. smashed, their algos weren't great. Um yeah. there's a lot yeah, it just gets to the point where um you know what is so rare it's supposed to be for the community it's not supposed, mm. it's supposed to be an algorithmic yeah. trading platform so yeah. I hope takes a soul make, out of it i hope they make some changes there i mean mm. i could code one easily i just don't feel like doing it because it doesn't seem mm. fair or enjoyable at all it doesn't seem right yeah um, we play the game for the fantasy element in the fun and if we can win some prizes happy days um we don't see this as sort of like computer against computer trying to like make uh, marginal profits right It's just not mm. what it is so they have to action yeah. that uh, and they should do it uh, yeah. as soon as possible with kyc yes because yeah.
0: the yeah, obviously ultimate champions introduced that not too long ago the whole kyc uh, it does certainly i think remove pretty quickly a lot of those issues
1: i was you know, tempted counting. to code like an anti-bot and work out what their algos were doing, and just counter it, and just take the piss. Did, test. did you see? Did you see sorry, the? To... Um, I,
0: I mentioned about it on a previous podcast. It was a guy? Uh, I think tweeted about it. A guy who, um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: was basically him and some other account. They basically bought up a whole lot of like really crap players who had sort of no market and no no auctions going on, and just traded back and forth at like. Really inflated prices, and then listed it at half. And the, and I think Jackpot and Bologna and some of those other ones were actually like auto, auto buying these cards at like just stupid <laughs> prices for the unlimited. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, kind of almost a bit of a Robin Hood element to yeah, it. Yeah, so but... it was
1: really, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. And, um, obviously, the, then they well, the, with the Algo you just pack, you, you find the flaws, you patch it up, and then you go again.
2: Yeah.
1: And it probably yeah. helped him to be honest, because then he just patched that up, and then yeah, it becomes better and better. And when it comes to the, um, it was interesting because they, they're using Starkware le- uh, layer two on ETH to put the NFTs on the blockchain. I noticed Ultimate Champions do it directly. So they don't, it goes into a pool and that sort of stuff. But yeah. when you're coding your algos, if you've, got, if you've got a public blockchain, you can actually scan the blockchain and get on-chain data. And if you, right. get, the on-chain, if you get the on-chain data, you can beat the bots that haven't got that data. So that's, that's interesting. It.
0: Um, maybe shouldn't have told that online. But, uh, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> my, my 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 knowledge of the the technological specifics behind it is uh pretty limited. I have a conceptual grasp of, of these things, but you may be someone else jackpot. listening. Mine jackpot said.
1: doesn't listen to the pod, I hope. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> no idea. If you are Jackpot, stuff you you can quit. <laughs> yeah, don't just ignore the last five
1: minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so i might look into that a bit more in more detail and see what exactly what the api does and what they're doing and sort of maybe come back on and talk a bit more in depth when i've had a better look
0: that'd be interesting maybe uh doge sports will come the the robin hood of of so rare you know and steal from all the bots (laughs) well that'll
1: that'll be my dog's account my my dog will be the trader
0: oh i gotcha or maybe my hamster (laughs) we <laughs> did why, why the pick of um uh, didn't ask it before but why, why the name pick of doge sports
1: oh so this is another tip for people that are smaller but deciding to go bigger so they'll get to a point where you're like oh shit, there's quite a lot of value in this account i yep. want my name on it yeah like, picture it. so i think the best thing is to create an alias account and have um sort of some branding i guess so yep. i thought. You could make you could actually make a living off playing fantasy sports totally Brought in by crypto, really yep. uh, crypto is the main reason you can do it and so i think you're going to see these now the new sports coming ultimate yep. champs there'll be others come and then into into next year when ethereum scales yep. and, and more layer twos and more apps and DApps, you could just that would be just a career you could you could literally do it so for you're gonna need a branding across them all really. So just yep. one sort of thing. So you have to mess around. Yep. So yes, yeah, so I just um I love memes and the dogecoin yep. and I was <laughs> were like you, Were you a Dogecoin yeah. buyer early on? <laughs> um I have some Dogecoin, yeah. Um <laughs> and then um I saw the you know the Doge, I love the Doge and um it's got like, you know, much fantasy. Yep. uh many
0: defense. I have, so. I, have, I, have a, I have a laugh about it. I thought
1: it was pretty good. <laughs> that's quite much weird. So so like football, much um, much yards. <laughs> many teams. That's a nice. Part, like that. Actually, just a bit of fun. So I think that's yeah. um, something that people can help them if they have like cons- consistent branding across them all. You yeah. can then identify and sort of collaborate and stuff because you oh I know that dude from oh totally the other platform and you can sort of yeah well
0: I have I have seen you on Ultimate Champions before and I was like oh he's on on Ultimate Champions as well yeah I
1: think that's a lot of people aren't doing enough of that to get the consistent branding across um just to make it easier really yeah and and then obviously have a set I'd have a set separate Twitter and separate socials as well like just yep keep it separate and then
0: then, yeah that's the way to go nice well to before we finish off usually jack and i chat through like one specific lineup that we're excited about for the week or like that we're most hopeful for the week what is what is your like your most hopeful most exciting lineup that you've got um for game week 304
1: Okay. Oh yeah, I was just wondered when I did my line. You going to do them soon. I'm <laughs> just playing in the poker in the Philippines, so yeah. Um, so I I still have to go through the prize pools, and then I look yep. at where best prizes are, and then I'll like put the best cards there. So I still haven't done that. But do you, you, um, as a as
0: a quick question on that, when you're doing that, do you have like a, a system that sort of automatically goes through, pulls all of the players that are in the prize pool, and works out? Values for it and attributes like an average value, or is it more like so this? This is
1: something I'd love to code. Um, yeah. So, grabbing the API data and stuff, and so then we can get the price pool data. Yeah, probably can. Um, yeah, it's something I'd love to code. And then I think that would be an edge. Uh, yep. Maybe once i coded i put it up on a website so you can use it. Um, another thing which I've coded, which helps uh, just quickly, we are go into the lineup, is that um when you buy, when you're buying the players, you know, you'll buy for like one fixture. Yep. I have all the leagues have coded this thing. It has all the leagues and scans them all. So then you can see groups of fixtures. It puts them in green. So sometimes you'll be like, wow, they've got three home games in the next five against the bottom three in the league. Totally. So it's like, and then you can pick up a player, use them in SO5, and it usually does well across that period. And then yep. sell it for a profit. So yep. you're trading and playing at the same time. And I think that's, that's a brilliant strategy that I use all the time. Well, it's interesting
0: because I've just gone through building out because um, I, I have a, a few uh, league data like league uh, data tables based mm-hmm. on like expected goals for and actual goals for and goals against, not based on points. Um, that would probably be codable, I would I'd assume. But um, and I use that to indicate each week who I think is a good pick, good matchup, and can identify like a string of decent games um and i've actually just gone through i'm going to build it out for every single european league outside of the uh five champion um leagues and uh i've been tracking like the accuracy of it versus just like actually randomly picking because i think it's the the real test like does it actually provide like you know this might be what the data says but does it actually eventuate it's been really interesting seeing uh how well it's how using like back, back testing how yeah. well some of them have done and how terrible some have done like k-league and j-league just mm. bizarrely difficult to to pick it's like i found when my, my expected goals uh, against is like between one and 1. 1.5 they are more likely to clean sheet yeah than, than expected goals of less than one and it's like I was trying to figure out why that is, whereas every other league, like Turkey, has been actually incredibly accurate, um, better than 50% success rate. League mm-hmm. two, not bad. Austria, pretty good. Scotland, pretty good. Croatia, okay. A Serie B, it's just kind of starting, it's been okay. But J League and K League's been like bizarrely inaccurate, anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think doing that sort of thing is just so so valuable for. You know, knowing when to pick up players. players oh, there's
1: little discrepancies in data and work out what's going on here. Yeah, um, totally. I care, who knows? But um, if I get some time, I'll, I'll code some of those apps and put them up on a website um so people can use them just for a bit of fun. Um, in terms of like the team, I've had a look through yep. the team. I mean, like when that stuff happened with Russia and the war and that, uh, which I believe is still going on. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if it's getting worse or better. I haven't really heard much from it. Um, I decided to sell all my like Russian players just out of yeah out of, out of respect or anger. I don't know respect. Yep. I guess. Um, and then I it waited for a while, and then it sort of settled down a bit. I know it still hasn't finished, and I'm still reluctant to sort of buy them. But I worked out that you know rare weren't going to mint any more Russian cards. Yep. So I was like, okay. The bonuses are going to be nuts on these cards.
2: Yeah, could go up like
1: fourteen percent on the rares or well. whatever. Um, I was thinking, damn. So they could be like quite powerful cards toward the end of the season. Totally. Um, so I just picked up a Zenix stack um, because their their team's basically Brazil anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: some some good players there. Um, Window and yeah. they're actually great to watch um, if you forget it's Russia. Um, they're a brilliant team to watch. I don't know if you ever watched a Zenit match.
0: No, I haven't actually.
1: They play some fantastic football with Malcolm and Wendell and Mm -hmm. Douglas Santos on the left. They've got that Rodrigo in defence. He's fantastic. And then, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Lovren from when he was at Liverpool, but um, he's been decent as the captain. Uh, Their right back is good. Uh, They've got their defensive midfielder, Barrios, which is a good uh, threshold player. Um, with a decent bonus, you can pick him up cheap. Um, yeah, they're great to watch, and they batter teams like four, five nil every yeah. every <laughs> So I've won so much, so many cards with that stack. Right. And all I do is I have I, I managed to get Douglas Santos super rare, um, which I traded for I traded it for Emmanuel Neuer rare and and, another, and a Halland uh, limited, <laughs> which was a great trade. Um, and nice. uh, picked up that Mostovoy as well. He's a fantastic player, um, super rare. Got him quite cheap. Um, he's a brilliant player. I wouldn't surprise if he moved over to Europe or somewhere. Um, uh, I think he's like extremely underrated. I know he's playing with a whole bunch of Brazilians, but maybe that's good for his game. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's the and I just stick them into Challenger Euro Pro and. Yeah, if they win four or five nil, I win a card. Like, and it's going to be at least a tier one, maybe nice. stuff. Well, I last like week, and I came second uh, one time. Like, yeah, it's good nuts.
0: So I think it's quite a good fixture for them this weekend as well, isn't it? Or 12
1: yeah. Yeah, twelve? yeah, twelve. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when they might not, they don't win. You know, five point eight. But I reckon they're most likely going to win three or four now. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah, that looks like a. Pretty yeah, uh, I mean,
1: pretty good matchup. When you're choosing your captains, you got if you if if it's not if it's fresh hold you go with consistent.
2: Yeah.
1: Obviously, but if it's if you're going for the win, you have to choose the one with the highest ceiling. You have to just go. So so the highest ceiling in, for example, in the Zenit Stack up is Wendell. because if he gets a decisive, he's probably going to get a hundred.
2: Yeah. He does. Right? Have that. Whereas if
1: you pick Mal- if you pick Malcolm. He's gonna get two uh, big chances missed, which is minus ten. Yep. And he could score two goals and get an assist, but he's still only get not eighty or ninety. So it, yeah, so so I'd choose the one with the highest ceiling, and that's how you get the win. For example, if yeah, you've got an I, I like that, you, you choose blind, not Tadic. If Tadic can't score a hundred, he gets like ninety. And yeah, the, but Blitz a lot and so that's that's so i think that's a little tip there is you have to go for it and choose the one that can get 100 totally want to win. Yep.
0: yeah yeah no, i agree as a um i, I don't know if you ah, oh, it's probably not much used to you it's gonna talk about um i've been pretty interested by the underdog uh 45 competition i yeah, actually, ahead, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. think that's um that they should have kept it around that level and they they could even do like a underdog 35, I think that would be, or 40. I think it would be really actually useful for, like, newbies, like low-budget like low players. Um, that's just, underdog that's,
1: 10. What's that? Underdog 10.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> that. That might be a bit extreme. But, I mean, when you don't need a keeper, like, because when they introduced underdog and you had under, like, it was 40, um, the thing that was really tough was, like, finding a keeper under 40 that was actually going to play, and that didn't actually just completely suck. Um. Yeah. It was it was really tough to find one. Um and early on I did really well in underdog. I won um Anthony. I finished second behind right. Mark Patrick Rare from Sorry Odyssey. He, he beat me out um that that week. Um right. that, I, that I finished second. It was like the very last game. Um but I like uh it. I had you know a super cheap team and I won Anthony and that it was, it was a pretty good reward. But
1: I um, sold him, no, to
0: I did, yeah. I I might have sold him. A, to add early, but then I use those funds for other things. But, um, but uh, Gangwon this week could be a real shout. Um, yeah. because they play Seongnam, and they've been oh terrible. terrible. They beat them two 0 twice, yeah. and in okay. both games, Jung Xiong Yong, this thirty-one-year-old left mid, he does pretty much nothing. Like he's just scores like forties and forty-fives, but he's mm-hmm. played against them twice this season, scored a ninety-nine point six four according to Surrey data. Um in game week two eight four and he scored a eighty-two point four eight in the opening game of the season against them. Um so he he loves uh he loves a Xiong that. Yeah,
1: That's
0: that's that's a tip. Uh but yeah, his two hundred and well, two hundred and twenty bips or .022 Ethereum. Oh. Um thirty six bucks US. His limited as like a dollar thirty. So I picked him up and shoved him in my underdog forty five limited team. <laughs> nice, I
1: don't know if I look at him.
0: Um, unless uh, yeah i mean there's a there's a s- slim chance he gets rotated but they don't actually have much uh other option for who to rotate in um, imagine buying him and he gets benched <laughs> well i mean yes yeah, it's, it's it's possible because they have like five games in a row like five game weeks in a row worth of games or six. but um anyway but uh yeah but, thanks um but probably probably most Hopeful about my probably about my challenger Europe team. Actually, um, I really rate Gaziantep from Turkey, Um okay. solid at home, um, solid defense. Givenk, Gu- um, scored a 96 last game, saved a penalty. Um, Maxim yeah. is a player like capable of those 100 scores. Um, and I don't know if you haven't, but Amit Oguz at Konyaspor, the right back. Mate, that guy is so good. Um, do you know Guilherme, the, the left-back?
2: Um, um,
0: okay. But uh, he's benefited big time from the Matrix change. Um, mm. I actually shouted him out. Um, I, I called it. It's on one of the previous pod episodes, think like five, five or six episodes ago. August, um, because Cognospo have like a high volume of crosses. And so they get a lot of like possessions lost and, but also like a number of chances created uh, or final, yeah, it was chance created that got a boost, wasn't it? Big chance created or, or was it final third passes that got a boost just recently? I think it was chance created, wasn't it? Or attempted assist or something. Anyway, they tend to get a pretty high volume, but so they've only had five games so far this season and has scored 58, it's basically 75 an 81, 60 one and a half, and a 94 in the last game. And they haven't conceded a goal yet this season, Spore in the Turkish League. Wow. And they play Hatay Spor at home, who are pretty rubbish. They then play Galatasaray away, who have not been big goal scorers. And they play Nia Spore at home, who are also pretty poor away Is the next three fixtures. Oh, so, wow. I'm just looking at their team. How have I not seen this team? <laughs> they're, they're defensively amazing. Like, don't buy their offensive players, but like say it say it is like one of the yeah. top goalkeepers in the game at the moment. Yeah. Um just yeah amazing start to the season for That's a great
1: team man. I'm gonna have a look at this team that looks like there's some great players yeah.
0: Yeah I mean defensively like guillem's the more expensive one but august has actually started the season better. Um so his L forty, L fifteen I think will end up pretty much the same as guillem's and as rares like less than half it was like a third of the price and as limited is like less than half the price as well
1: um yeah i think anyone trying to jump from limited to rare there are opportunities in those uh wing backs totally. that are like in the new matrix they, but they can bang in those really high scores occasionally yeah uh, especially in the turkish league i've got a couple of them in super rare and all of a sudden they're banging in these hundreds and you're like wow yeah I picked him up 0.1 as a super rare wow <laughs> which is yeah yeah Yeah. right and just um there are still those opportunities in rare where you can get dirt cheap
0: yeah yeah that he was one that i wish i bought in rare i bought like three of his limiteds but i should have bought his rare because i would have made some great bank off that
1: yeah i think that that's um for someone who is looking to push up you kind of do have to pick up limited and a rare yeah Um, probably not a super rare but yeah Um, yeah (laughs) I'm hoping they add that Limited Pro at some point. Um, hmm. It looks like they messed up the bonuses, so I don't know if they can actually do it. but Right.
2: Because
1: it looks like because they're kind they're... of... Yeah, because like... uh, the bonuses between Limited... Yes, being like essentially the same. the same, yeah. Yeah, so they kind of messed that up, I think. But well, I don't they... know how they'll resolve that.
0: I guess they, they could... Um, they could probably approach it like they did with the Super ear kickoff. Or we'll off and just make it like one Ricard, and that card has to be your captain. Like
1: like when they had those
2: Yeah,
0: kill, off, kill modes.
1: Um, whenever I see these things, like so that you've got the you know, the underdog with the four instead of five. Yeah. I see it as a broken model. Yeah. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, it, I was like, okay, this is just patching it. This is just a broken mo- business model. You need to fix the actual model itself and that's what i think they're doing they're adding and adding and adding and adding all these broken models they need to fix it at a core level and have that transition like sorted out yeah uh, and if yeah if they don't do that like soon like you mm-hmm. get like a that's lot that's the risk. Support from the community if they just keep scaling horizontally across sports i just yeah they were da- they're in danger of sort of losing their core user base which is football uh, so yeah this is obviously something which i think they should be they probably are discussing yeah so, cool well maybe we'll talk about the world cup uh nearer to the world cup
2: yeah that
1: world sounds cup. good i'll
0: be very interested to see how that goes and what they do for it to um to sign off usually either myself or jack sign off for a piece of wisdom <laughs> i was wondering sam if you got a piece of wisdom to uh to bestow us with off the spot,
1: off the spot, um, yeah, just lots of pressure. Otherwise, I would have had time to think about uh, <laughs> today. Uh, in in what context? Any
0: can be oh. just general life wisdom, mate. Doesn't have to be necessary. Sorry, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, quit your job and do fantasy sports full time. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> it's great fun.
0: <laughs> you just got to make sure that you're you've got some um, decent. Uh, coding ability
1: oh no you know you don't have to have money or coding ability you just have to have fun
0: nice <laughs> who cares about the uh the, the fiscal realities or responsibilities just have some fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice one cool well, man it's been uh, really cool to have, have you as a guest um on the pod um it'd be really cool to have you on again as well as we get close to the world cup it's uh, nice talking to someone that has a lot more uh, experience uh, in Syria I guess and in the technology behind it as well um, thanks so much for coming on and uh, yeah
1: thanks man. I appreciate it mate
0: no worries no worries and I'm sure uh, yeah, it'll be cool to have you again when we get to the um, end of the league in Data World League and I've you know somehow finished above you on the table uh,
1: yeah hopefully mate hopefully we see each other a one
0: <laughs> maybe maybe Alrighty, that's us for uh, episode 22. Later.